Welcome to the Florida Divorce Podcast, your source for the information you need to successfully get through your divorce and into the next exciting chapter of life. Now, here's your host, Attorney Scott Kalish. Hey everyone, my name is Scott Kalish. I am a divorce and family law attorney located here in South Florida. I feel bad. I haven't recorded a podcast in quite a bit of time. We had a pretty busy uh, start to the new year, but I'm going to get more consistent with this and produce more content um, as the year goes along, right? So this morning, I'm actually going to be recording you know, a few different podcasts in a row so that uh, we can try to be more consistent here. So yeah, again, apologize about uh, the inconsistency there. But yeah, and anyways, let me get to the uh, the topic of today. You know, it's a topic that comes up pretty often. Today, I want to talk about gifts in the context of divorce and talk about really what happens when we uh, receive gifts, right? And there's two different types of gifts that I'm going to talk about today, but I want to shift your focus to the area of divorce that we refer to as equitable distribution, right? The the time during your divorce case where we divide assets and debts. And if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, and if you've listened to previous episodes where I've discussed equitable distribution, you probably know that the first step is classifying is the asset or the debt marital or non-marital, right? That, that That's the first step because we divide marital assets, right? We don't divide non-marital assets. So Think of it like two buckets. You know, this is how they taught us in law school and how they teach us every year at the, uh, you know, Florida Family Law, you know, big seminar in Orlando. We kind of bring it back to basics. Think about having two buckets, right? One bucket of marital property and one bucket of non-marital property. So the first step is to classify and basically take label all of the assets that are considered marital and put them in the marital bucket to be divided, right? The assets that are considered non-marital go into the non-marital bucket and they're not touched during the divorce case, right? They're, they're not divided during equitable distribution. So gifts often come up and essentially if the piece of property that we're talking about, right? The piece of property at question, if it's considered a gift from your spouse, then it's most likely going to be marital property as long as it was gifted during the marriage. But if it was a gift from a third party that you received during the marriage, then it's most likely going to be a non-marital piece of property as long as you didn't then take the non-marital gift that you received and gifted it further to your spouse. Now, I'm going to walk through and give you some examples so, so that you could keep this you know, straight in your head when you're thinking about this and when you're thinking about your own situation, right? So I said before, interspousal gifts, right? A gift between spouses during the marriage. If in fact you received a gift from your spouse during the marriage, think jewelry, think like bank accounts, right? If you know your spouse has non-marital funds and puts your name on an account with those non-marital funds in it, right? There's an argument that your spouse just gifted you the amount of money in in that account. Think about real estate, right? So like imagine your spouse comes into the marriage with with a home that you guys move into, but you know, he or she had it before the marriage. This happens a lot, right? I see this, you know, quite a bit. One person comes into the marriage with a piece of real property and they decide that they want to 
title it, retitle it in the spouse's name for whatever reason. You know, I was talking to a gentleman a few weeks ago and he had a piece of, uh, of property that he came into the marriage with. And, and, you know, he, he had told me that spouse was badgering him during the relationship to put her name on the property. And, you know, he wanted to make her happy. He wanted to show her that, that they're a team. And, um, he ended up putting her name on that piece of property. So essentially what he did there was he gave her a gift, you know, he gifted her that piece of property during the marriage. Now it's not all hers, right? If they get divorced, but it's going to be considered a marital, marital property. It's going to go into the marital property bucket and it's going to be subject to, to division. So really important how those things are handled during a divorce case. If you don't want to gift your spouse, your non-marital property, then definitely don't put their name on it. So that's, that's interspousal gifts, right? And, and that's different from third-party gifts. So gifts that you receive from a third party, think family members, obviously, you know, your parents, you know, friends, other family members, those items are going to be considered non-marital, right? So if you got a gift from, let's say, a parent, let's say they gave you, you know, a piece of real property and they gave it to you by way of putting your name on the property, let's say you and both parents are on, are on the piece of property and you did not put your spouse's name on the property, then that's going to be non-marital, right? If you got like stock from a parent, that's going to be non-marital. Very, very important for you to keep third-party gifts separate from your spouse if you don't want to gift it then to your spouse. You know, if you don't want that piece of property that you received during the marriage to be considered marital property, you definitely want to keep that separate, right? If it's money, you're going to want to open up another account with only your name on it. There's got to be evidence. There's got to be something to show that, hey, you're intending to keep it separate. You're not intending to give it as a gift to your spouse. So really important, right? Intent is everything. If it can be construed or manipulated later on that that you took your gift that you received from your parents, you know, a third party, and, and you gifted it to your spouse, then that's going to be problematic. And it's going to, you know, just not something, it's not a position that you want to be in, you know, during a divorce case, if that was never your intention. And I know people don't go through life, through their marriage, you know, with divorce in mind necessarily. And I know that happily married couples are probably not listening to this podcast right now, but but just, you know, obviously this information is good to, to put out there for people to know about, hey, this is how Florida law sort of dictates what is to happen in the event uh, of a divorce. So that's essentially it, right? So if you've got a gift during the marriage, you know, the first step is, you know, we're going to want to classify it marital versus non-marital. And with gifts, you know, we have to determine, hey, is this a gift from a third party or is this a gift uh, that was received during the marriage or is this a gift um, from a spouse? Quick little, you know, side note here before I wrap up. A gift from a spouse before the marriage is technically non-marital. So there's an episode out there about engagement rings and technically engagement rings are non-marital gifts because they were a gift from your soon-to-be spouse before the marriage. So what's important here in divorce is, you know, we care about what happened during the marriage right after you actually got married. So technically the engagement ring is non-marital because it's a gift before the marriage. So just keep that in mind. So that's it for today. I appreciate you as always listening to the podcast. I hope that you know you found it helpful. If you like the podcast, please give it a five-star review on wherever you're listening. And if you have a question for me, feel free to, to reach out and ask it. I promise I'll get to your question if you email me. Pretty busy right now, but I uh, always like to hear feedback and, and hear when people are listening, right? And, and answer questions if I can. 
Uh, my email is scott at kjlawfla.com. Again, scott at kjlawfla.com. Also, if you'd like to hire us, you know, or, or like to have that conversation to see whether or not we, we'd be a good fit for you, then, you know, shoot me an email, give us a call, 561-208-1859. All right. Have a great day. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Florida Divorce Podcast. To learn the 10 secrets behind every successful divorce, visit floridadivorcepodcast.com. If you'd like Scott's help in your divorce case, go to kjlawfla.com. Thank you.